Good morning. It's July 25th, 2022, and this is to my liberal friends. I want to talk about a very somewhat complicated subject today, and I'm going to preface it by saying that Democrats are willing to kill the goose that has laid the golden egg. This week in Congress, particularly in the Senate, the Democrats are preparing a Build Back Better light bill that includes language that would ostensibly lower pharmaceutical drug prices for everyone. But don't be fooled. There are some hidden snags in this bill that will ultimately prove harmful to the overall public. The problem with getting a clear understanding of the issue is that most Americans really don't understand the pharmaceutical industry, and the media has harped for years about the high cost of small pills and certain drugs, but they never go into any detail about what it costs to bring one of those pills or drugs to market. First, we need to look at what the bill in the Senate looks like and what it will try to accomplish. To get to this point, Chuck Schumer had to negotiate with both Senator Manchin, Senator Sinema, and some other moderates in the caucus. Under that bill, Medicare negotiation can only apply after a drug has been on the market for a certain period of time, nine years for many drugs and 13 years for complex biologic drugs. The bill would impose a steep tax of up to 95% on drug companies that refuse to come to the table and would impose a ceiling that the negotiated price could not rise above features that critics have used to argue that the bill is really just price controls rather than negotiation. Other provisions would prevent drug companies from raising prices faster than the rate of inflation beginning this year and cap out out-of-pocket drug costs for seniors on Medicare at $2,000 per year starting in 2025. On the face of that, that sounds pretty good to many Americans, particularly those that have to purchase various drugs, especially as they get older. But there's a hidden problem that neither the media nor the Democrats want to talk about. Remember, these are politicians who don't think past their own re-election efforts. I know this is going to get into the weeds with the details, but I have to discuss them for anyone to fully understand what a long-term problem will be. When a new drug is discovered, nobody knows whether it will be effective on the illness it's trying to treat. But the first step is to get a patent on the active ingredient in the drug. This is the new substance that will hopefully treat a condition and either lessens its effect or ultimately cure the disease. So you file for a patent. Under patent law, you have control of the use of that patented substance for 20 years from date of application. That normally takes on average about 15 to 18 months to get through the patent office. This is where pharmaceuticals part from other products. If there's an electrical or high-tech patent, you go right on the market and have patent protection for the next 18 plus years. But if you're a new drug, you have to file what is called a new drug application, an NDA, with the Federal Food and Drug Administration. Now the company filing for the NDA has to begin clinical trials. Normally there are three phases of these trials and at the end of each one, the FDA has to approve the next step providing the new drug has met the initial expectations. Many so-called new drugs fail after the first trial and they're discarded. Another group fail after the second trial and they're either discarded or the patent holder goes back to more research to see if the drug could be effective in another way. It is in phase three that allow a drug to get to market and if at the end the FDA grants approval, the pharmaceutical company can begin marketing the drug. I know this sounds confusing, but here's what is important that you need to know. These trials can take years and can cost an inordinate amount of money. I'll give you an example. I had a client that had a new drug to treat diabetes. It would require an oral treatment instead of the infusions that are currently being used. It had all the signs of being a blockbuster drug. The company had spent almost $2 billion on the development of this drug, 
but in phase three, the patient population had some patients showing some cardio problems. It's impossible to determine if the drug had caused the cardio problems or they were just a result of dealing with a population of sick people. The FDA refused to grant approval for the drug and it was pulled from the trials. That was, as I mentioned, almost $2 billion of funding that went down the drain with nothing to recuperate those costs. The investors lost their money. This happens to a lot of new drugs where they are pulled during the trials. The biotechnology industry did a study that showed that about 10% of new drugs sent to the FDA for trials actually get final approval. What does that mean to you? It means there's been a lot of money invested in the development of new drugs and the risk is very high. But if there is no return, then that investment will not be there. And that return on investment is further limited by law. Again, if you have an electronic patent, as I mentioned, you're on the market for 18 plus years. But a drug that makes it through the FDA clinical trials may only have less than 10 years. That led to the Hatch-Waxman amendments that guaranteed a new drug a minimum of five years of exclusivity and a maximum of 13. Those numbers are important because of some of the language the Democrats have in their new bill. Under that deal, Medicare negotiation can only apply after a drug has been on the market for a certain period of time. Nine years for many drugs and 13 for complex biologic drugs. The bill would impose a steep tax of up to 95% on drug companies that refuse to come to the table and would also impose a ceiling that the negotiated price could not rise above, features that critics have used to argue the bill is really just price controls rather than negotiation. Getting back to the patent issue, once a patent has expired, generic drug companies who have filed what is called an annotated new drug application, an ANDA, can get approval to go on the market. The first generic on the market gets exclusivity for the generic version for 18 months and it drives the overall price of the brand name drug down as well. You may ask why this is important to you. After all, those pharmaceutical companies are gouging you with high prices and Congress is finally going to rein them in. But then you have to think about all the new drugs that have been developed in the past 50 years and how they have increased both length of life and quality of life. If companies cannot get enough of a return on the drugs, that finally get to market, remember that's only about 10%, then why would they invest in the development of new ones? That is the hidden problem that the media ignores and Democrats don't want to talk about because they're only looking at their next election and not five, 10 years down the road. I will suggest to you that this is the issue is not as cut and dried as some of these politicians want you to think it is. They're willing to kill the golden goose, the pharmaceutical R&D that laid those golden eggs. If I were you, I would object. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.